Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hi, this is Bill Ratner. I'm the voice of Flint on G.I. Joe, and this is Knowing is Half the Podcast, which is actually an appropriation of the original saying, Knowing is Half the Battle, which was used in a number of public service announcements that have now been burlesqued on YouTube by a number of individuals, and I don't think there's a copyright issue at all. Have a good day. They'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe. International heroes. G.I. Joe. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast in all the seven seas. Are there, there are seven seas, right? I think there are still seven seas. Okay, I got it right. I, I'm, I didn't even listen to what you were saying. <laughs> You were talking. You you all were talking about uh, (laughs) Black Mirror for like a good hour there, and I had to check out because I haven't seen the episode yet. And so, uh, I don't want you to watch it because I think you inside with Ray, and I I want you to just that seems and and, and for that same logic, (laughs) Chan also would not want to watch it in case he might side with Ray. (laughs) So I think you guys are in agreement here. But like, so you guys have not seen. I have not seen Bird Box yet. I saw Bird Box and then watched Bandersnatch in the same night. Okay, okay, so so Ray and I. I've seen Bandersnatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray and Chan have seen Bird Box. Mm-hmm. I have seen Spider Man. I I feel like this is all. These are all the things that people are talking about right this now. Weird triangulation. Yeah. Of, <laughs> well, I feel like sort of... those are the three things that I keep seeing tweets about. Those, sure. Specifically, those three yeah. things. Okay. Yeah. My name is Ray Stacanis. <laughs> Robert Clark Chan. I'm Gina Evelito. And eventually, we're going to be talking about everything apparently on Netflix and the <laughs> cinema. <laughs> But uh, today, right now, we're going to be talking about G.I. Joe Series 2, Operation Dragonfire, Day 2. Not Part 2, Day 2. Okay, I thought that was... You guys got to watch Castlevania also. I've seen the first episode of Castlevania. And did you love it? Did not like it. No, what is wrong with you? Same. Yeah, I don't know. I feel bad. Yeah, I I thought I would like it. That's weird. Didn't hit with me. I don't know. I may cry it again. I don't know. Once I get done with Shiro, it's a quick watch. It's very violent, which I like. I like that normally. Very violent and gory. I I think nothing distinguished it from like any other of its kind. Uh, I guess that's probably true. I can't do violent anime anymore, or maybe maybe it's not that I can't. I'm just no longer interested because a lord knows very violent in my in my teen years. Like I wanted nothing more than to see uh, a cartoon dude punch another cartoon dude so hard that his fucking head exploded. Yeah, and these days I just I mean like I've I've seen it. Okay. I've seen it, it just right. doesn't. I don't I'm, seek out Fist of the North Star the way I used to. Yeah, all right, exactly. All right, yeah. I guess you guys are. You also, guys that are is losing, exactly are, the reference that I was making I know in it my was. head. Oh, uh, yeah. You guys are oh. losing your edge. 
Gina still wants to see exploding heads. I do. I love a good exploded head. That's what Bandersnatch was missing. Uh, might as well just Bucky the Grappler. <laughs> uh, Ricky O, the story of Ricky. That's oh, that's what right. I would go with. That's a good one. Nice. Anyway, we're talking about G.I. Joe, of course, on sure, this show. Sure. We're going to keep bringing it back to Netflix, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By um, the way, why? It seems like a, a G.I. Joe is 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 seems like one of those shows that they would have rebooted. They G. have. G.I. Joe's been rebooted like seven times. What are you no, talking like about? Recently? Yes, yeah. recently. Oh. It's always being rebooted. So, and we're, it's so never... we're gonna watch all these versions, right? Chances like, are good. Eventually, yes. yeah. Okay, great. Wait till you get to, wait till you get to the anime inspired gritty reboot with lots of killing. I that sounds like something I would like. That's it's the not. one that's uh, uh I watched the first episode, did not like it at all. Uh, oh. Buzz was involved with for a brief time. Ten seconds. And then yeah, they're they're like, no, we don't want to do any of that stuff, and then they went off oh. and did their own thing, which is yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to all these iterations. The opening scene of that, um, a, a, a very popular, dumb member of the Joe team from the original cartoon series. No, gets killed. Gets straight up murdered no, horribly in the opening alert. scene. I'm not telling you who it was. There are so many popular, <laughs> dumb G.I. Joe characters. Exactly. But how anybody. sexy are they? Mm, not at all? all no. Right. They're gritty. They're, they're they're like is is gritty sexy is Christopher gritty. Nolan sexy? Batman sexy? Yes. Oh well, then then the yeah. sexy. Yeah. No, he's not. He's not though. For the record. No. I mean, there are sexy elements to it. Who is that? Christian Bale. Yeah, he's yeah. sexy. You're I'm not a, really. I'm a Tom Hardy guy myself. That's too big. I feel like I was bored in the dark. <laughs> So Cobra has the Dragonfire Shield set up here to bah, bah, begin bah. this right here. I, I feel like we can't call them Cobra still. <sighs> we, I mean, what else are we going to call them? The Sir, terrorist organization? Sir no, no, they, led by they do use the name. Uh, I'm pretty sure. You would think that that would be the first thing Serpentor would do is well, rebrand. Cobra's protecting the Dragonfire deposits beneath. Yeah. But like the Joes call them Cobra. What do you think? What do you think Serpentor calls them in his journal? He calls them my people. Hmm. Uh. My story. I bet he has struggle. like a name for them. Like, whoa, whoa. That's where Serpentor goes with it. Whoa, <laughs> straight to Hitler. All right, <laughs> straight all to right. Hitler. That is correct. Like the tour team or something. The, the tour what? team. The tour team. The tour he doesn't team? like this. He doesn't like Serpy. Serp- oh, I see. Serpy studs. Is that what he would call them? Oh yeah, Serp herps. The idea the, that the I'm going to go back to episode team one. Team herpes. The idea. <laughs> yeah, no, because it's like the reptiles. Obviously, <laughs> uh, Serpentor. Uh, I hate to break this to you. Like, we just got 4,000 t-shirts brought in, <laughs> and uh, we can't we can't sell these. <laughs> what are you talking about? Who doesn't love herpetologists? That's not what they're going to... That's not their takeaway. <laughs> Can they're... you give them out as Christmas gifts this year as in, in lieu of Christmas bonuses? <laughs> I like the chair in front of the statue in the monastery. That is our new symbol. Serpentor, that is a penis. <laughs> that is a penis and balls. I don't understand. It's a chair. People will see that it is a chair. Look how large it is. Look at me draped over it. This is perfect. It's practically engorged with my spirit. <laughs> Oh, the poor Cobra marketing team. They just, they never get a break. We did want to do that uh, Twitter uh, feed, the Cobra uh, HR department. (laughs) Somebody else did it, did like two tweets like seven years ago and then never did anything else with it. That is exactly what we would do with it. No, I mean, I mean. President Serpentor's been going on for like three years. Right, right. But uh, yeah, Uh, you want to take on another. uh... Really, I don't. (laughs) 
I mean, I'm if not someone gives it. me login information, I can tweet every now and then. Not, not that I'm the force behind President Serpentor of tweet. That <laughs> is just not. an account I found randomly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. As we all know, uh-huh. low light hates scoop. Sure. And I just wrote here correctly. Yeah, Lowlight, is a yeah, cra- yeah. Lowlight, honestly, is a great judge of character. He hates most people. He, he is. is correct. <laughs> but, but also, he is consistently... I feel like there was another episode where he was like the one person that was suspicious of someone and turned out to be right. Feels right. So I hate this. I hate This is like in Harry Potter when Harry Potter's like, hey, this thing is going on, and everyone's like, nah. Well, and then he turns out to be right, and then it's like, nah. Well, this is also, like we said last episode, Lowlight has very soft edges compared to the Lowlight psychopath we know, starting with the fact that he's a nighttime... Like trooper who wears bright yellow, like everybody else in GI Joe. Apparently, I feel like this. I feel like this uh, low light got into improv as like a as like a way to like blow off steam. Okay, okay. Like he like it like he went to like a couple therapy sessions and and his therapist was like, you know what, you should try a hobby. Do you have a hobby? Well, what do you like? And he's like, I like sitcoms. And then <laughs> Big Bang like, Theory. And, and then they're like, you know, go go try out improv, and it's like the angry sort of like improviser, but it's it's it's. He's God, getting it out in a guy. different. <laughs> he's like getting it out, getting parts of it out in improv now. So in his personal life, he's slightly less, slightly less angry. Now he's I'm fully dick. invested in his poor practice team, <laughs> who has to put up with every goddamn time. It's like, can yeah. I get a suggestion? Murder. <laughs> Low light. Come on, just can get a suggestion from someone there's else. No, there's no wrong choices. <laughs> could I? Could I have a career molester? <laughs> Low light. Stop it. God dang it. But I, oh, here, I, welcome to McDonald's, sir. Can I take your order? I'm gonna slash your throat. What is that even? <laughs> you, what is? No. You just went off game, man. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like transaction scenes. <laughs> that, that's that's not how I would act in a McDonald's. <laughs> I would threaten to murder them. <laughs> I keep it grounded in my reality. <laughs> That's the problem, Lowlight. Uh, um, we see we see a living room set up, uh, and and over here is a couch, and there's a giant red eyed rat on the wall. <laughs> what? Okay, okay, we're we're gonna ditch the screen painting opening, <laughs> scene painting opening. We're just gonna do the organic. God damn it! All the other openings you've ruined, Lowlight. Uh. Uh, yeah, but this is a this is a rounded down low light because uh, he calls uh, a scoop. But he's down in my briefing book as a grade A flake. A grade A flake. Grade A flake. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's that, new low light. I, I hate it. It it feels like uh like an insult, like someone's really nice mom would give about someone, and then like would yeah. feel bad about it. Like yeah. I just think that friend is a little. Like, oh my god, don't tell anyone. Okay, I feel bad that I said that. Well, in his mind, he's like, This is this dude is a turncoat. He's a he's a son of a bitch uh who, you know, like doesn't deserve any of this. Like correctly, yeah, he's, he's saying right about everything. That you don't uh-huh, uh-huh. uh just pick up people uh to join this elite team <laughs> uh based on like a, a single interaction especially given the fact that he was apparently sent there by a news organization to create an anti-gi joe piece in the first place what continuity i don't understand I don't worry about that <laughs> um okay so then we get a second reveal of this episode the crimson guardsman uh who was pretending to be the monk of the monastery we've now just decided to completely rebrand him as the alley viper yeah, yeah, he, he Which was transferred. Weird. He, yeah, he Wait. asked for a transfer in the monastery from apparently. the Crimson Guard. 
How the mighty have fallen. Oh, why did he ask for one? Because that is a cooler outfit we're trying to sell the toy of. Uh, that outfit is shit. I love that outfit. It's a fucking... I it, love it. But it's I a pillowcase with, like, with uh, Charlie Brown eye holes cut out of it. Isn't Crimson Guard like the highest you can go? Well, that, Used to be. Here's the deal, yeah. In previous continuity, Crimson Guard was Tomax and Zaymot's yeah. like, undercover And they were supposed minions. to be the best. They were supposed to be highly elite, yes. They're just grunts now. Now they're oh. just people Destro Destro's army and they've let themselves go. I, no. I don't I, I'm tr- it's like the continuity is is jacked up because of the reboot. They didn't really try to justify a lot of stuff. They just tried to push things in different in different shelves and just call it good. Ooh. I'm trying not to hate too much on series 2, but it's like they've made <laughs> a lot of bad choices. That's all I'm trying mm-hmm, to say. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we also now learn that the ver- vital to the entire Cobra operation is a series of cave paintings that we just found out about. This was strange. Yes. Well, this is uh, there was a map. It's like there was dragon a fires in different yes. places. So this is this is kind of like our pyramid of darkness. Like we got to go to different parts of the globe, and so on and so forth. I'm okay with that. <coughs> this is a very common thing in GI Joe to get us in different places to show the snow stuff, to show the desert stuff, to show the underwater stuff. We try to get you all the different places around the globe so we can show off all the cool toys that you can buy. And that's fine. I love that. It's just I don't know. The introduction of the energies in different places around the world, I'm totally yeah, as Chan said, I am completely on board with that. The whole idea that it's structured around um, cave paintings of an mm-hmm. evil sorcerer to represent under underground dragon fire activity in all different parts of the world that native uh, 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 humans like prehistoric humans would just not know anything about or native get to. Americans Ray we call them maze uh, I believe this was in South America uh, no 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 I'm sorry this is in France this is in France um, but this is the Himalayas what the Himalayas is where we we first learned about this isn't it. Because they go to the no, thing. Yeah, Tibet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It does the, feel like they hired a different writing team to write this second episode. Same and guy did, wrote. And didn't show them the first. Same guy wrote every episode of oh, this. Oh, Doug Meters. Booth. <laughs> Doug Booth did it. No, this, this is the sort of uh, classic setup of like, this is a completely different area and we're still trying to do this thing, but it's um, it's a completely different environment. Um, I kind of like the. Um, I forget what it's called the the cave paintings at Le Scalier or whatever. No, that's stairs. Um, the the there are ancient cave paintings in France that yeah. are the oldest uh, known human uh, paintings, and they're of baguettes, uh-huh. which is really weird. Yeah, yeah, and mimes. I mean, yeah. I don't even know oh, how Neanderthals and somehow uh, Jerry Lewis cartoon drawings of food are the best. So I bet cave drawings of food are the best of the best. So oh, I bet they look boy. extra delicious. <laughs> I actually like this. You turn. like the cave paintings? I don't. I don't know what it's, it was because it feels yeah, that feel to me. Like I was saying, I was expecting to dislike this, and I found myself enjoying it more because uh, yeah. it feels like, like yeah, this is given the parameters of GI Joe. This is kind of a nice place to take it. Uh, uh-huh. It's a, it's a, feels a little bit mystical. Yeah, yeah, and, okay. it's kind and, of and that's what GI Joe I should be. I, I agree, I agree with you 100. I think episode two was way more fun than yeah, episode yeah. one. Mm. I think it's because they weren't trying to cram so much exposition in there, and sure. it wasn't as turbulent to get from the movie GI Joe to where we are now. We've gotten through that yeah. piece of turbulence of craziness. We've come to accept it. Now we can kind of find this groove. I yeah. just really like that. I just really like a scene coming up, and then something else that reminded me of when Johnny Schwartzbein was. <laughs> 
screaming, want the man. <laughs> I was uh, glad we got to hear that again. Yes, that was yes. a delight. And, and that whole scene with the Baroness and the, and the mask and everything, I dug it. No, here's the deal. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, for sure. Well, we get introduced to the G.I. Joe kayak, which I believe many episodes in the past, we've wondered when there was an ever a G.I. Joe kayak. And here it is, everybody. But also, isn't there like, don't they describe something called a mud fighter in detail? That's there really is. a toy. It's a new yeah. G.I. Oh, Joe vehicle yeah. called the mud fighter. I mean, that thing is like a, a commercial. Uh, yes. Like when he is describing it to people and they're showing like the overhead schematics of it, I was like, Jesus, now they're not yeah. even trying oh, to disguise And Awesome these. missiles come out when you yeah. press the button on top. Toys do That's not amazing. actually talk. Wait, <laughs> what did you just say, Sergeant Slaughter? Uh, ignore that last part. The theory is Scoop was taking underground, undercover pictures of all the G.I. Joe vehicles, sending the schematics to Cobra so Destro could have a boner over each one of them. <laughs> Buy the toys, kids. Let's do this. It's so weird they at least used to try and disguise it they would just show it but they wouldn't be like look at how cool this is yeah you knew the bridge layer was cool and yes they would set up insane reasons why they needed it and it would always happen to be there but nobody actually said man that bridge layer is fucking great i actually feel like (laughs) except for ray i actually feel like this is i'm gonna go i'm gonna go uh uh, weird old conservative mra person here again yeah yeah but i feel like i feel like this is a perfect example of like the what people think is the progression uh to softer dumber kids okay you know what I mean? I like do. like eighties eighties into nineties. I feel like now they're like we have to we have to really explain it because if there's one dumb kid, we don't want to make that dumb kid feel dumb. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, uh, we don't want them to get scared, so redesign the characters and um, make them sound less scary. Make sure every character has no edge to them whatsoever. Yeah, it, it feels like the, it feels like they're like, let's just assume every kid is a dumb pussy now. And I think that's what '90s cartoons, for the most part, were about. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying the '80s cartoons didn't have many elements of that as well. No, you know what? I just I. I disagree. 80s cartoons suck. 90s cartoons ruled. Tiny Toons Forever. Animaniacs. <sighs> Batman. Okay, well, there we go. And the show's <laughs> over, everybody. Just, Biker Mice from I Mars. I think this is a bad cartoon. Street Sharks. <laughs> because Tiny Toons always assumed its audience was smart. Animaniacs always assumed its audience was smart. Tiny Toons always assumed its audience was 20-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a show for 11-year-olds. But they still had fun things in it for 11-year-olds. I mean, when if you rewatch it now, it's like, oh, that's cute. And then you're like, oh, crap. Les Mis, deep cut Les Mis reference. Every episode had a Les Mis deep cut <laughs> reference for the record. Yeah, I love it. I love that, too. Don't get I me mean, wrong. They, there, there was an entire episode of Tiny Toons that was just a parody of Blade Runner. Because that's what you can do. It's gr- It was great. 2019, everybody. This is the year. <laughs> So we get a big fight scene here. This is kind of an interesting thing because you have Stalker, who's a, a new introduced GI Joe guy. But he's terrible. Well, I thought name. he was well. No, because terrible name. Yeah. Am I confusing him with someone no, else? No, no. Stalker is one from the original team of GI Joe. Okay, he is just not the same character. Like he's so different oh. than original Stalker. You're confusing him with a guy on Instagram who likes 80 of your old pictures. That was another name of another GI Joe. That is correct. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they got him off the internet. Uh, yeah, yeah. His, his actual GI Joe name was Craigslist. Um, <laughs> 
so that helps. Uh, but yeah, so so Stalker, who is like, it's, it's just he's so different. I, I see him as a completely different character, even though he's the same name and kind of the same. Wait, look. Who, uh, what was what was his deal in the original? Stalker was the original. Uh, other than Roadblock, he was the only other black character. Uh, and even Roadblock, I think, might have come in the second uh, miniseries. Uh, uh, I could be wrong about that. But Stalker was the original African American GI Joe member who wore all oh. camouflage with a camouflage beret, and he was just sort of an all-purpose hmm. like cool guy who could do a bunch of stuff. Uh, he was like an infiltration expert, if I remember correctly. I'm looking him up. Yeah, and he, he just, this stalker rides a kayak through a mountain and has nothing interesting to say or do. And for some reason, despite the fact Ali Viper and Scoop are having bro sex right there in the cave, can't figure out what's happening. Wait. Wait, you literally just said the sentence, he drives a kayak through a mountain and has nothing interesting to do? <clears throat> Have you never been on Splash Mountain, sir? I take it all back. It's all interesting. <laughs> That's all you need to do to be interesting. Yeah, um, I don't remember this dude. Yeah, he's he's eminently forgettable in this series. And honestly, like pretty soon after the first and second uh, miniseries of G.I. Joe, Stalker really wasn't around. He'd be a background guy for the most part. But he had a lot to do in that first miniseries. Mm-hmm. That's what I would okay. say. Anyway. I will say that I, I feel like they may have tried to uh, uh, conflate him with Roadblock. But you got that one right, Viper. But now that you're in, I hope you can swim. Yeah, a little bit. They were like, "Can we just combine all the black characters?" They just no one can tell the difference anyway. Wait, did I never watch the original miniseries? You did. I feel like I started on Pyramid of Darkness. <laughs> you did, and that's the original miniseries. That's the second miniseries. We went back and watched the. First we went back and watched it after we finished season two of GI Joe before we watched the movie. Ugh, I hate doing things out of order. And you mentioned that in the podcast because literally I am cutting those original episodes for YouTube right now. And all of the things you're saying right now are things you said back then when I'm we did it. At least I'm on brand. You know I'm not a pod person. Cheetah is immutable. Or you are a pod person and you've only been programmed with a certain number of phrases. Yeah, Might also yeah. be true. They just fed all the old uh, podcast episodes into me. So now one day I'm going to come in God. and I'm going to be like, I hate out of order. Snacks are good, butts. Guys, Gina is a Westworld. <laughs> I just figured it out. They just programmed her with every G.I. Joe episode, though. That doesn't look like anything to me. <laughs> Um, okay, so there's a big fight scene, and uh, uh, Stalker and Ali Viper jumps onto. Stalker says, "There's a battle. I'm getting shot at." Flips the kayak upside down in the water of this mountain. At which point, mm-hmm. Ali Viper jumps off the shore onto it, dances around a little bit, and then Stalker flings him off by flipping the kayak over again. And I'm like, "How more obvious that that was going to happen? Do you need Ali Viper? Maybe you should be back demoted to be a Crimson Guardsman again." No. Sick burn. Mm-hmm. Sick burn. Uh, and then, like, some straight up old school villain bullshit. G.I. Joe, you pay for this! For, for getting wet? <laughs> for you attacking him and him d- defending Look, himself. He just got a perm, okay? Got he just got a perm. You're not supposed to get wet right away. And so now he's, he's wearing $80 for nothing. He is, we can't <laughs> even see his perm. His, his new head is soaked. <laughs> And we haven't actually seen what he looks like, so he could absolutely have a giant afro for all we know. Yeah, I think he I just... mean, we would know because we would see the shape of his head. What's head a helmet? Like, no, you can it's pack things in there. You can't Thank put you. It, you can't... He has a wig cap on. Thank you. He's, play, he's, he's playing a dude in a sketch coming up, so he has to learn how to pin his uh, bun Thank you. to his head. But then it still looks like a weird little like uh, it doesn't co- look good. Co- cone head thing it that you got not. going on. 
Fast forwarding here to a Baroness and Nagahide. Thankfully, now they've they've now captured Cobra Commander the Snake. I don't understand. Are they are they together now? Baroness basically said Nagahide, we're boning now. Let's get out of here. And he's like, sure. But also, everyone keeps talking about how much he stinks. So this grosses me out. He's not. Uh, he's a dreadnought. So well, he's gross. Uh, yeah, but also that was um, that was just a slam as they were leaving. It was like. Uh, you're the one who stinks. But then, uh, but then low light coming up is like, oh, I smell some something. And then he smells Naga High. Right. Well, I think he just smells uh, snakes, cobras, mm, the whole thing. Yeah. No, like, I'm with Gina. I yeah, think there is a stinks. physical think, odor yeah, to Naga High. I think he's stinky. Look at that guy. I think he's stinky, and I think, I think Baroness like needs to like recognize her self worth because you can't make someone <laughs> jealous if you go if you go down a notch. Uh. Well, actually, no. What uh, she actually says here that she's uh, like they're they're not together. Okay. Oh, really? Oh, good. I know that Destro and I are no longer a couple, but aren't you being a little forward, Nogahide? She's playing hard to get. Yeah, Nogahide. totally I, go yeah, for it. Yeah, I, I thought, we'll see by the end of this. They're banging. I feel that. Yeah, I, I don't actually that, know that. I feel it. Mm, okay, Jenny, on board with that? Yeah, I thought that she was like when she took his hand. She was like, "Yeah, this dude's gonna get all up in my vagina." And then, and then, so she was sort of using him to make like Destro jealous. But then, when he was like, like when she thought he was trying to collect, then she was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, buddy, that was for show." But I do feel like by the end of this, she'll be like, "Ugh, I guess I have to." Uh, Destro's not like jealous enough yet, so I guess I have to actually let this guy go down on me. I can't speak to this, and Gina, maybe you can speak to it better. But after you've broken <laughs> up in a long-term relationship with a guy. And maybe a painful one, uh-huh. no matter how long it's been, but something that meant something to you. Uh-huh. And he has a metal head. And he has a metal head, uh-huh. and he makes weapons in Eastern Europe. I know it well. Yeah. Um, Still first-hand knowledge for Gina. <laughs> is it not for some women a thing where they would immediately, to try to like lessen the void and the pain, they jump on like the most muscular, good-looking dude they could find, knowing that it's not going to be a long-term solution? Yeah, just it's a, a rebound dude, but yeah. I'm saying you don't want a stinky rebound dude. She should have rebounded with Serpentor. That's what would have made Destro jealous. I think- well, no, Serpentor is also on her shit list. It's Destro and yeah, Serpentor that are the problems. Yeah, maybe Serpentor, she's trying. Yeah, maybe she's trying to bring Cobra Commander back, not to like reinstate him, but just to be like, look who I got now. Huh? See, this is one of the major problems uh, with Tomax and Zema being gone. Uh, perfect oh, yeah, rebound, dude. Yeah, totally. Uh, she could have w- been like two for the price of one, bitch. Yeah, you can, you can, you can have uh, that thing going. Also, they've got a lot of money, so this is going to make it nice for you. Also, and they're not one orgasm, the other one can feel it, probably. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's always a threesome, whether the other <laughs> person's there or not. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I just don't like that she's slumming it. Yeah, it's just it. Well, again, it's just it's not what that character would do on any level. Yeah, it's just for the sake of this being written that way, and that's I think part of the reason why there's this real like dissonant thing in this in this show to me that because people are it's like wrong sounding Muppets. It's just (laughs) it's just it's just not right. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, it's like Cookie Monster showing up one day and being like, "Me love kale," and it's just not Uh, him love kale. Thank you. And he has expanded his palate, but he has so not. I, I don't. Like oh, but that. he has. I, that's outrageous to me. I'm still getting I caught a, up. In the I want a sushi season. monster. You, you got to watch those um, sushi monster. I want. Uh, I want it like his cousin to be a sushi monster. Wow. I want to see so a Muppet shoveling then... sushi into his mouth. He doesn't have to go to Japan. Gross. Racist. Gross, Gina. <laughs> um, the segments uh, where he has the food truck with Gonger. Yes. Are the best. Okay, I've seen those and they are magical, yes. Um, okay. So Baroness and Nagahide, who happen to have a DNA converter, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you got those lying around. <laughs> but that helps. 
Um, they found a cave painting about, and they find like some weird tech that they have with them. They find a skull that has magical properties. It's just hanging around. And just thankfully, crystal resonators hanging around. Not really exactly sure why they're in this cave, um, except for the fact that this cave apparently is the one place on Earth that unlocks the mystery of turning animals into humans. Mm-hmm. So, boy, that's a great coincidence that they found this randomly. Convenient. So, would it, so it would work with like something who wasn't once a man. It would work with like just a normal, like a dog. That is Gina. Yeah. Gina. No, <laughs> you are not allowed to turn your cats into people. I'm just saying maybe like half, like half people. No, well, it doesn't do a great half job half. because he turns no. into a half snake. No, half no, man. that's because it's it, it, that's it, it's because it's interrupted. Yeah. OK. But okay, uh, like, enough. wouldn't you want like a cool four foot tall no. cat man? No. I mean, yes. <laughs> That seems awful. And then, and then, uh, the problem is, Timo tries. Timo tries to crawl on your shoulder and sit there. And I would let him. The problem is, there's no possible end game for that that doesn't end with me in jail. So, I just, I'm gonna have to say no, Gina. Yes, I want it. No, it's not for the best. What are we talking about right now? Some weird island doctor Moreau shit. So let's cut back to uh, Scoop and Alley Viper now having a second conversation it, it, on the boat because uh, 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 they this is just weird to me they have they, they, half of this episode is Scoop and Alley Viper by themselves while Stalker is somehow nearby shouting things at Scoop like I'll be behind this rock fight that guy <laughs> and he just never seems to figure out they're just two bros having a conversation yeah. the whole time yeah it's I mean there's a sketch there somewhere now what this is it's it, uh, um you see your significant other with someone else. Right. Uh-huh. And you're like, hey, what are you doing over there? Just talking? That seems like a, a great idea. Not realizing that they're <laughs> pulling their pants back up yeah, and yeah. they're like trying to actually <laughs> fix their shirts. And Do you like, guys see? I got an ice cream stain. I'm going to go get some ice cream. Bro. You guys want some ice cream? Ooh, you guys hang out here. Smells like sex in here. I wonder what that's from. Weird. Anyway, I'm going to have ice cream. You want some? Really uh, that's exactly, and it just keeps cutting back to this same scenario like four times in this twenty-minute cartoon. <laughs> yeah, of them having a full-length conversation yep. with Stalker two feet away, not noticing a goddamn thing. <laughs> murder him! I don't want to murder him. You've got to murder him. I did a. What's that you're saying over there? <laughs> Six inches from me? Hey guys, <laughs> something about burgers? Hey guys, the Dodgers just scored again. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Hey, he's awake and he's got a gun. You know what? That's not safe. Maybe you should take the gun from him. <laughs> Look out. I'll be hiding behind this rock. <laughs> Scoop, why aren't you moving at all in any direction? <laughs> it's just, it's so dumb. I love it. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. This is it, the Cobra Sea Ray. Cobra Sea Ray, it's a fighting machine. Out to pass Joe to Smithereens. Incredible Sea Ray splits to become a mini submarine and a one-man armored glider. Or attacking on snow and ice, the Cobra Wolf with twin laser cannons and special ski torpedoes. It's the Techno Viper. Cobra Wolf has vicious on ice and snow and hot on the trail of G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Live the adventure of G.I. Joe, Cobra Sea Ray, Cobra Wolf, and other vehicles and figures sold separately. Now, back to G.I. Joe. So then uh, Light gets himself captured here. Um, he's because uh, Lowlight and Lady J have like found a secret back door into the, yeah, the second temple. You know. 
and uh, they the low light just can't help himself. He just like bursts into the room and wants to kill all of the uh, 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 cobras. I also hate Lady J's design. Lady J's design. I don't hate it. Uh, she reminds me of CoverGirl. Uh, she does. Yeah, Let's she kind of always did. Let's no, she had all like a little bit together. of a cooler haircut in the other one. This is more like a, a mom haircut. No, I see what you're saying. Yes, I still I don't hate Lady J's. It's different. It's not as I, galling as some of the other ones. I just like before it was like a cool haircut. This is like mom haircut, like mom who doesn't like want to take care of long hair anymore. So they're like, give me something cool. And then they do. And you're like, oh, that you're a mom. And they're getting a Rachel haircut in the year 2018. Yeah, yeah. Like like something <laughs> and like before it was like, a, oh, I don't I don't care about my hair. I'm a I'm a army lady. And now this looks like she went and got quaffed and thinks it's cool and it's not cool. You know why? Because I bet this is after she had the kid with Flint. Oh. And Flint has now dumped her. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And now she's she's looking she's for She's like trying to get her groove back. Like yeah. she rented House Stella, got her groove back. That and she correct. got a mom haircut, not realizing it was a mom haircut. Yeah. She shops at like Lord and Taylor because she thinks it's still cool. Um, at least she hasn't put on mom jeans yet. <laughs> That's well, the death. When she gets out of uniform, uniform, that's yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> she just rips them off. <laughs> what, like an NBA player entering a game with just mom jeans and a fanny pack <laughs> underneath <laughs> it. <laughs> that's a hundred percent accurate. Fanny packs here. are in. Fanny packs are in. Uh, Cobra Commander gets restored during this scene, so he's now like he's he's the size of a man, but still looks like his color Please scheme is like a snake. Play it. I and love you got to play it. I also love that he, that's what he was saying in the movie as he was turning and as he's like coming back into himself. He's like, I need to finish my thought. <laughs> he's like that guy. Like uh, when I used to work in a pizza place, there was a guy who did delivering pizzas and he was a little crazy. Uh-huh. And so he would start a conversation with you and he'd be like, yeah, so, you know, I think uh, like a baseball and be like, I think this pitcher's good. Uh-huh. Uh, I think we should re-sign him for another year. And he'd go take the delivery. He'd come back 35 minutes later. Yeah. Continue the sentence oh, that yeah. he had broken known, off with 35 minutes later. Like and it's just like, I'm sorry, what? what? Uh, oh, yeah. In your mind, yeah. we're still having that conversation. Yeah, yeah. From two years ago. <laughs> and this is Cobra Commander. He goes, delivers the pizzas. He comes back. I was once a man. <laughs> Don't know if I mentioned it. <laughs> Big fan. Well, Chan's looking for that. I'm going to keep going here because Lady J ends up saving Lowlight, who gets captured, and there's a big old battle? Question mark? Question mark. And there's another sound clip that I want immediately. So <laughs> now we're at Chan's mercy. Yeah, fine. What, what do you need? Uh, just right after the Lady J save, there's just the sound clip where the guy goes, whoa. Oh, I actually marked that. Yeah, because uh, it's fantastic. I wrote, I wrote, is this the G.I. Joe version of a Wilhelm, Wilhelm scream? Yes. Whoa. <laughs> that's our, that's the equivalent of our action scenes in new G.I. Joe. We have that to look forward uh-huh, to. Uh-huh. Thank you, Johnny yes. Schwartzbein. Yes. Guys, do yourselves a favor and go back and listen to our G.I. Joe, the movie with Johnny Schwartzbein. No, it wasn't even that. I think it was... Was it a different episode? It was a different episode, but we mentioned to him that we had just watched it, and he did the impression. Guys, just find the episode with Johnny Schwartzbein. It's yeah, magical. I, it was, it was another, a different cartoon. Gotcha. Love it, though. Yeah. Love it. Um, okay, so that, that that woe sound that you just heard was uh, two Cobra soldiers getting beaten up by Lowlight and Lady J so they could steal their medallions. Yeah. Because somewhere in the interim, 
Not really explained. No, they did. Oh, did they? Okay. Cool. Uh, the, there's technology now the Cobra has that they can go through the shields, but G.I. Joe can't get okay, through, yes. so they need But the they thing. have it in medallion form that all yep. of the people wear around their necks. Yeah, very because, fashionable. Because the neck is the first thing to go through when you walk through a force field. I do always lead with my neck. You, get, you lead with your chest, stick it out, uh-huh, and just go uh-huh. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing. That is I real. lower my head and charge like a rhino. That's through any force right field. Thank you. How's that concussion uh, situation <laughs> working out for you? CTE? I can't remember. Okay? That's You know what? Great. Probably for the best. <laughs> uh, Cobra decides to turn on Dragonfire just because I guess G.I. Joe's here or something. I mean, if you had it, I feel like I would. I would probably be like, "Can you just do it? We have a new. We have guests over. Can you turn Dragonfire on just so they can see it? Just you know, we have the. We spent all that money on the Dragonfire. Yeah, it's like when people come over to my apartment and I'm like, "Have you seen R. Kelly's Trapped in the Closet?" And then I force them to watch it. And on, then she does a TV little TV. chant. <laughs> and then R. Kelly circles my apartment. Mm-hmm. I mean, correct. <laughs> Forming a defensive barrier that only she can get through. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, you don't want to know how the, he forms <laughs> There's a no escaping barrier. R. Kelly. And this is why if you've ever been to it's Gina's house barrier. for a holiday party, <laughs> she makes you put on a medallion. Yeah, He's yeah. peeing is what I'm saying. Like <laughs> no, no, no like I was with you, Chad. I was trying to move on. Yep. That can't get through. That's what's happening right now. Yep. <laughs> but make sure you lead with your head through the pee. Yep. Lead with your head. Yeah, put your head down and go into the pee. The medallion will protect you. <laughs> Um, also, I, at this point, also, I felt real bad for Cobra because they had some pretty sweet ass tech and in comes these fucking Joes. And their only thing is like, let's blow things up. Let's blow up all these smart people's things. And I'm just like, you fucking Luddites. Yeah. Like, figure out. Chan also way. felt bad for like the advanced Nazi scientists. Yes. He was like, they were so close to curing everything. If only they had <laughs> not given more stopped. time to torture people. Right? <laughs> really, we should have let them keep going so they can cure disease for all white people. <laughs> um, real disappointing. Chan, Chan, I got bad news for you on that front. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that we all want to cure for white AIDS. Am I right? Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Everybody wants to cure white AIDS. What? Why would you pull tears for fears when I That doesn't even make yeah. sense. No, that's, that's that was not a that good That was the poll. original, original that was, recording. Yeah. Original B-side. Whatever you're trying to do, you failed. <laughs> so we go back to Scoop reiterating that Destro told him uh, and this is great. He got trained to the Cobra Academy um, as a Crimson Guardsman by Destro himself. It's not often that Bill Gates teaches you on your first day at Microsoft, but this is what happens in Cobra. These are hands-on leaders. I appreciate what they do. Mm-hmm. This is why they have such a good uh, like benefits package, too. Definitely. And you, you know what? See the world. See the yeah, world. see the world. Go to that uh, robot spa. If you could get to the Antarctica spa, like you've made it as a Cobra soldier. Yeah. But I feel I feel like that's a thing they only do in like your first six months. And oh, then they never send you back there you again. In? I yeah. would just go AWOL after that then. I'd be like, peace. I was sticking around for the robot <laughs> spa and now I'm out. No, but they, they lure you that's into military thinking like, service works. you're going to go back to the robot spa. But it just never quite works out schedule wise. Uh, all right. All right. Or you missed the sign up day. You know, it's always something that just yeah, pops in there. All right. Um, okay, so Scoop reiterates, Destro told me that they destroyed my home, my village, my yes. my town. My shack. My inner sanctum. <laughs> yeah, Scoop, so Scoop is already setting up how he's going to turn into a good guy at the end right there. Because obviously G.I. Joe did not do that. But oh, he hasn't figured it out yet, though, right? Definitely no, no, not. No. And Destro and uh, Serpentor made a point of it. Like, 
did we really destroy his uh, home? You're like, no, of course not. It no, was, no, yeah. He says we destroyed his home. Yeah. But he, and he's like, it was an accident, of course, but I don't think it was. Ooh. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Destro, Dragon, Destro's like, let's do the Dragonfire, which, you know, we're turning it on. So this is a series of Dragonfire. The thing about Dragonfire is it can't actually get activated unless you have multiple scenes of people saying it should be activated. Because mm-hmm. in the first episode, we have, a, we have like the first scene where they're like, let's turn on Dragonfire. The guy's like, it's, we just can't do it yet. And then one minute later, there's a second scene where the guy's like, okay, let's turn on Dragonfire. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like it takes a while to warm up, I think. Oh, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, it would be the best, the fucking best thing. I know it's not going to happen, but wouldn't it be fucking awesome if at the end of this five-episode series, it's revealed that, in fact, it was G.I. Joe that destroyed his house, and uh, and he, he was like, oh, my... F- are you there's there's a turn where um they're like oh no cobra did it like oh god damn it i need to join the joes and they're like oh my god actually it was gi joe that did it and then he would have to go like oh well but they do so much good and you know what i'm gonna have to leave that in the past i'm gonna bury that because he didn't say that his fucking family died their fucking house died jesus christ how many fucking people uh, like your like, house burns down. Get over it, asshole. We but just he move probably to apartment. had lots of cool, cool notes, and his laptop was in there. And he probably had some old uh, sketches that he saved that had good notes in the margins. And, and that he couch, had... that couch of the perfect butt groove. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They destroyed my butt groove. <laughs> Would that make an excellent story point? Yes. I actually think it would be better. If he didn't find out, if G.I. Joe, if you just like see in a flashback that it was G.I. Joe well, and some of the Joes have this knowledge and he's going around thinking that he that they don't, that would be some lost shit right there. Yeah, that's the thing is like that would be too complex, I think, for kids. No. That's too but morally to, gray. But to Stupid do a thing kids. where like, yeah, G.I. Joe sometimes makes mistakes. But, you know, what we do is we, we try and, you know, like uh, make up for that and do do more good in the world than we do harm. And, then, and that would be a real interesting story you could tell. And then at the end, it could be like, stop tearing down the Democratic Party because they made a mistake in 1987. <laughs> and also, Lowlight keeps calling himself a Native American. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Like, we want to like you, but you get uh, it's just a problem. Look, I, I don't have a problem with voting for mentally psychotic <laughs> night troopers. Just just not that one. Yeah. Just yeah. not that one. That's all. I voted third po- party sorry, psychotic night trooper. <laughs> I voted for <laughs> Dreadnoughts. That I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God dang it. Um, okay. So now we the Destro wants to somehow with a satellite that exists now he wants to find a way that, that they can shoot the dragon fire into space and link the two bases together yep. so they are going full pyramid of darkness with this scheme yep i'm fine with that what's the science behind that chan can you help me with i know you're not a science jerk anymore but mm-hmm. maybe you can uh, uh maybe you can help fill me in on how exactly this is possible okay uh no <laughs> no i won't oh they're linking shit up Get used to it. I oh, think it's like, internet, it's like hot springs. You're linking up hot springs? That's my, that's my description of this dragon fire. It's uh-huh. like hot, there's like a few hot springs. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they, they're going to franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And yeah, then okay. they call each other from each of the hot springs. And they're like, are you in the hot springs right now? And then they're like, Are they going to yeah. party line the hot springs? What yeah. The f- 
Yes, let me know this all holds up. Yeah. It's like, I'm in my hot tub. Are you in your hot tub? It's, I am. It's like we're in the same hot tub, sort of, except you're not here. But I can hear you. Okay, well, that's close enough. It's the early 90s. That's Do what you did. Do you have did. snacks? No. No, I don't have any snacks. <laughs> Should I get out and get some snacks? Uh, you know what? Now that I think about it, I don't have any snacks in my kitchen. I guess I could order food. This hot springs party isn't as fun as I thought it would be. <laughs> uh, that's why we got That's why we got to have our own and make it better. <laughs> Using the power of the internet to link <laughs> Dragonfire Hot Springs together. Um, okay, where did all this water come from? All of a sudden, the mountain is flooded with water, and I yeah. didn't really see why. Again, or how have you never been up. on Splash Mountain? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> because it's the not just begun. The, it's not just the river that runs through the mountain somehow. Now the entire mountain's overloaded with water that fills up all the chambers. Yeah, no, there's yeah. there's rivers going out, and then uh, when things started shaking. Uh, rocks closed off those places, so they were filling up. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes a lot more. I thought water was coming from a third location. No, no, no. no. But and then, like, everything up. Brer Bear and Brer Fox caught Brer Rabbit. Correct. And then you got to go over the falls. And then a lot of really nebulous racist stuff happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we gloss over that because we're so happy to be on a Disneyland. We ride. take the crows and just <laughs> list, mark them as silhouettes now, so uh-huh. you can't really uh-huh. see what's going on. Yep. No, this G.I. Joe episode makes a lot of sense <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah. Um, just real quick here. Uh, I wrote this down because I, I clearly, that's not what he says. But when I first heard it, I was like, wait a minute. Did he call this G- Joe a beef rag? <laughs> Let's hear it. I'll need some way to get out of here after I finish with this beef rag of G.I. Joe. Bedraggled. Bedraggled. That is a hell of a word (laughs) that I did not pick up because I was not expecting it. That's a big word for kids, too. That's a big word for fucking 35-year-old adults. It's also a big word to be shouting over a raging river. Maybe he's talking about fraggles. Like, they are in a cave in, oh, like, an fraggled. other... Yeah. That makes much more sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, if, like there are some... Uh, there is a G.I. Joe version of fraggles in the fraggle world. They're, like, the elite fraggles. I don't know about you guys if you've ever been in a, a, a fight on a, a, a kayak before. I have. Okay, excellent. So we all know what we're talking about mm-hmm. here. Um, not often the place where 10-cent words come out. <laughs> I'm just saying. Disagree, sir. I will say that if... Ali Viper's thing becomes that he uses huge <laughs> words unnecessarily. Okay, I am so on board, and I would go as Ali Viper for uh, Halloween. To be fair, the- you've burned us before with promises of uh, Halloween that is costumes. A fact. We will hold you to that. Um, Crimson Guardsmen are very well educated. Yes, like we know that about them. So they the used fact to be that he, least. well, yeah, who knows mm-hmm, anymore? Mm-hmm. But uh, if we take it at face value, Ali Viper is a very well educated guy. Yeah. yeah. So I bet I bedraggled would be a normal thing for him to say. Also, knowing Tomax and Zaymot, I bet they like drug test them. I bet they like give them uh, an eating plan to to do. No, this is straight up Division One football. Like, yeah. there's too much at stake for these kids to not like follow the the, the pattern, follow the plan. Yeah. I'm with that 100. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, percent However, I will probably be calling you both. Beef rags behind your back, just so you know. I'm on board with it. Also, if I ever get super rich and hire like a manservant or something, I'm gonna totally make him dress like a crimson guardsman. Oh my oh, god! Shit, yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. Uh, come on. There's no point in being rich unless you can do crazy fun stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remind me of this when I'm super rich, please. Uh, there's no way I'm not reminding. <laughs> yes, you of this. I'm serious. I'll remind, remind you of this, this when you're mildly rich. Uh, yeah, yeah. I am going to like even if I, I feel like even if I have a personal assistant. 
when I'm interviewing them, I'm going to say, do you have a problem wearing costumes? Do you have a problem? <laughs> and if they say yes, you already weren't going to hire them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's keep it real. Exactly. And yeah. then they're going to write a tell-all book about me and my craziness. Well, we'll be able to help with some of the footage we took before we started <laughs> recording today. <laughs> Anyway, moving forward, um, yeah, we have the great scene that you knew was going to happen where uh, Allie Viper gets knocked out of the boat and Stalker bends over backwards to save him and put him on the boat. And Scoop's like, why are you doing that? He's a cobra. He's your enemy. And he goes, because that's not who G.I. Joe is. Mm -hmm, And Scoop's mm -hmm. like, they blew up my village. Yeah. But then he snaps the guy's neck. He's like, that's who G.I. Joe is, bitch. He does not do that. Yeah, he's like, I want to be directly responsible for every death. Okay, well, here's the deal. That would have been awesome. Here's the deal. Again, another direction we can <laughs> yeah, take this character yeah, yeah. that I would be completely – that's depth. I mean, I mean, I do love it when you uh, think that someone in a, in a show is, is making an altruistic move. And then all of a sudden, like, you realize that it wasn't. It's the best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's good writing, really. It is good writing. Yeah, I, I look forward to seeing that in this episode. Um, cause... Yeah. So G.I. Joe comes to the plan. They're like, from the outside of the mountain, they're like, well, we can just tell that it's filling up with water. And we need to get rid of that water. So they just shoot a hole in the side of the mountain and a whole bunch of water comes out. Hold works, on. Uh, works for I, me. I do want to say that uh, you know. I... The... the the thing where Ali Viper is standing on the kayak. Yes. And they're like, well, I can't kill him. And then they're like, look out. Turns around. What? Get down. <gasps> Just the gasp as he turns around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that is a very, that is a, that is the most cartoony thing that's happened in G.I. Joe in a while. Uh, oh, it's usually, no. yeah, usually you're in a train, you're on a uh, horse, yeah. you're on something. It's a way to kill a, a character without you. making the ba- uh, making the good guy actually kill them. That right. and like, oh, they fell over this building, grab my hand. Yeah, yeah, those are the tropes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, although weirdly then he's in the water again and no doubt uh, uh, promising oh. vengeance for getting his afro wet. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's And true. he flies out of the fucking water like Superman, like his <laughs> arms are straight up above him yeah. and he flies like 15 feet out of the water grabs onto a stalactite and like flips around that's why didn't he that's, do that in the first motherfucking place that's an artist who's never seen what swimming looks like <laughs> that's like they hired a new artist and they're like you know he swims out of it and they're like swim <laughs> you, you you know what swimming is right oh yeah no no, no. definitely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know how like you're in the water and you're paddling. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The water. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't want. I don't want. It's like air, but it's heavy. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. No, you just put your arms up and you just go. No, I've been there. I'm totally. I'm familiar. You know, with we, this we could just water. give this to another artist. No, 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 no. no. Um, I got this, man. This is my first opportunity. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna nail this for you. Okay. Nail okay. It. Well, we don't have. Okay. Well, just, I hope this goes well. <laughs> but it did not go well. No. <laughs> um, I do appreciate the conversation where uh, Scoop turns to uh, Stalker and he's like. Hey, if Ali Viper decided he was a good guy, do you think he could join G.I. Joe? And Stalker looks at him and goes, fuck no. <laughs> yeah, but wait, so no one knows that Scoop was bad. Nobody knows point. that. No. Because, uh, yeah, because I think it would have been more compelling if Kayak had, uh, Kayak. I, don't, I don't know Kayak's name. Stalker. Kayak. I, I, I like Kayak better than Stalker. Here's the deal. He's more like a Kayak than a Stalker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is correct. Uh, like if Kayak had sort of figured it out. And 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 like just didn't tell anyone and kept his dark secret. That would be a bad member of the Joe team, though. If you I found don't out know. One, I don't know. One of them is a spy for your literal enemy, and you just let it roll. Uh, if they get to the, if we get to the end of this, and it turns out is like 
yeah, we knew all along, and we were setting you up and okay. giving you the choice yeah. to do good or bad. And it might go um, that 100% direction. on that. But yeah. also then, if I was that guy, I would be like, well, then I can't believe anything you've of said or They're done. Jealous. They're all traitors, bastards. Like, I, w- I would be like, oh, so you were putting your best foot forward. It's like it's like you were taking me on a first date, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, you That's not who you really real are. Real selves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you were trying to touch my butt today. <laughs> real quick, uh, crowd ADR... Yeah, that's deep. They do. That's deep. I'm gonna need two of you to make noise of five people. (laughs) But also, like, if if someone said that to me, I'd be like, "Oh, this is my moment to shine." And those people really half-assed it. Yeah, the taco truck showed up, but for the performers this time. No, this was this was like hour fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Really? There's still more to do. That's also we're not paying you after fourteen hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do feel like those people are like, "Oh, cool. Do we get paid extra for the voiceover work?" You literally get paid nothing. No. This You're is part of your here. existing contract. And then someone's like, is that, I don't think that's legal. And they're like, shut up and do the ADR. And they're like, yay, woohoo. Be like, this is part of your existing contract, but I'm the delivery man. <laughs> I don't even work for you. Perfect. Then it's free. Come on. Get in the, get in the booth. <laughs> um, okay. Cobra Commander has a wonderful conversation to end this episode where he wants his costume, but somehow. Oh, I love this. And maybe just, just let Baroness say it for me because it was really I weird. love this. Your uniforms were made in the Halloween costumes and given away. What the fuck is she talking about? I love it. Serpentor of DNA of all the world's greatest leaders upon turning Cobra Commander into a snake. His big plan for turning the world into beetles failed. And his immediate first move afterwards is let's take Cobra Commander's two outfits and turn them into Halloween costumes and give them away. First of all, you know Cobra Commander had a closet full of those. That is correct. Second of all, this is actually like a brilliant fuck you on behalf of of President Serpentor. Because because here's the thing, like the whole world does know who Cobra Commander is. Very clearly. He's been on news shows and things like that He's been on their TV many times. And so this is like... Serpentor being like, you know what? Even if he does, like, first of all, he's a little snake, so this is a great way to taunt him. But even if he does regain his human hu- humanity, he is now the laughing stock of all the world and has to walk down the street watching little kids on Halloween trick or treat in his costume. Oh, no, 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 no. This isn't a world thing. They definitely auctioned this off in house. This was like a, um, a morale really? booster thing. I don't even like- think it's that. I think Serpentor <laughs> created an Etsy store. <laughs> That's what I think happened. <laughs> I have two dozen Cobra Commander costumes like for that, your children. I like that she says made into Halloween costumes. Yeah. Like you had to, like, what did they, like add a zipper or something? I think, I think Shan was right. They cut them into a child size for each <laughs> one, created the Etsy store, and then sold them to kids in Oklahoma. <laughs> like that is what he did. That is nefarious. Maybe a little beneath what I think that character would be. I love, though, that, like, no one at any point thinks to give him different clothes. Well, that they end up... I mean, this is how we get to Cobra Commander in power armor. Yeah. No, but I which mean, is like... cool as I shit. I mean, like, even just for this, it's not like, uh, you know what? I mean, I, I have a t-shirt in the back of my car. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I, I keep it in there just in case. I've well, got some sweatpants that I usually wear as pajamas. I keep... I gave this t-shirt to this bar I used to work with and... <laughs> 
Duquesne. I think Cobra Command just put that on. You're fine. And this 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 cap. Yeah, he loves like this an Oilers I, cap. No, he has like an I love corgis T-shirt. <laughs> I love corgis. And then, and then like a so li- the, lilac sweatpants. This Pulp Fiction where they have to <laughs> like get rid that. of all their. Uh, yeah. Bloody because clothes. As it is, Cobra Commander spends this entire episode straight up nakers the yeah. whole time. I mean, mm-hmm. but, but junk there out. is like a good like uh Nagahide makes like a good point, which is he's like, I mean, like you can be naked. You're like mostly snake person. It's true. He has scales and whatnot to cover yeah. his jungle yeah. pieces. And that's the end of the episode. Cobra Commander is reborn. He's a he's uh-huh, a uh-huh. he's a guy. Kind of. And yeah, they don't really end on 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 cliffhangers in Operation Dragon. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like, and here's a cool little character scene with Cobra Commander Nagahide and Baroness. See you tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it was one of the best scenes of the episode. It kind of was. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say any scene with Cobra Commander is my favorite scene. At least they got Christopher. Lottie that, that's why because to, he's the only one voice. that feels familiar. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's and he's still going for it. This has got to yeah. be towards the very end of his life, I think. Aww. Sadly, but he is still he he. You haven't nobody told him this is a, this is a mail in project. Yeah, this is. I mean, Baroness is still the same, right? That is Morgan Lofting. Yes, I'm pretty sure. And she's still she's still doing it. But I think they're phasing her out. No, I think yeah. I and hate this. Sergeant Slaughter's only going to appear in like some of the episodes, but Cobra Commander and Power Armor is going to be there. Does like, Flint come back at any point? I don't think so. God, I when hate we this had Bill show. Ratner on the show, I think he made a point of saying he never recorded anything in the Canadian Deke episodes. No. So I don't think we're going to see. Maybe as a background character, Does Shipwreck but, come back? I don't think so either. No. No, you get introduced to new characters like Salvo and Tough Guy. I hate and, this. And and Meat Stick and <laughs> I forget all their names. Hate, but they're all essentially it. the same. Gridiron. You get Gridiron, the, the football-inspired G.I. Joe. I want someone on YouTube to intercut these old episodes with just like footage of Shipwreck so it looks like he's in the episodes. You know what? When we eventually put these on YouTube of this episode of this podcast, <laughs> it's going to be nothing but shipwreck pictures Yay. for you. And people will be watching it on YouTube being like, I don't understand why it's only shipwreck pictures. <laughs> They'll get to this one moment 55 minutes into the episode, and they're going to be like, oh. But we're going to have to like set it to like a, like a no, I can't forget the feeling. I think we just did. I think you just accomplished that goal right there. And then just picture stills of shit. You keep going if you'd like to. I'm not going to stop you. you do. I mean, clearly I know all the words. Put the song on loop. No, you, you nailed it, obviously. <laughs> and that's the episode, everybody. Yay, episode two. Better than episode one. Yes. Once More fun. <laughs> Maybe episode three will be even better, and this thing's going to get really ramped up by the time it ends. I'm not holding my breath. It's deep. I mean, if there's more Cobra Commander, I'm on board. Less fake Serpentor, more real Cobra yes. Commander. No more bangs. No more bangs. The bangs drive me yeah. crazy, guys. Serpentor shows up with bangs sticking out of his snake head of his costume. It is very weird. It's the most upsetting. That's more upsetting than when he changed his face to like mustache guy on a whim in that one episode. Also, what's the deal with like where's Mindbender? They He's gone? Gone. God. I mean, they might come back as the series goes on, like they just they're just not here. They've decided I hope they're living like a different like alternate 
life. Like, there's, like, an alternate timeline where it's just those guys. Like, it's, like, Shipwreck and Flint fighting Mindbender. And- That's the thing is, this is what's so weird about it is we're eventually going to... I don't know if it's through this miniseries, but Series 2 is with, like, a basically six G.I. Joe people as opposed to the team of 40 that you pick from. Yeah. It's the same, like, six dudes and sometimes Sergeant Slaughter, and none of those six people that I remember <laughs> have actually been introduced yet in this series. All right, well, I'm holding out hope for the gritty reboot version. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll do it. I want to do them all. No, Gina, here's the deal. We're going to do them all. I as long be, as we can keep the team together, I we're doing it all. I want to be the episode. I mean, the foremost expert on all episodes. I feel like you might already be. I don't know people's names still. Uh, don't worry about that. Anyways, guys, we're going to do some contact information here because that's the end of the episode. You can go to facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast and join us there. This is where we put all our links in there, all our pictures, all our engagement interactions. Uh, That's where you can find us. Please like it, like all our posts, and make us happy in Dancing in the Streets. Do we want we want reviews more? How can we never go to iTunes? Give us anymore? a nice review. We haven't checked in a while, but we haven't really been plugging should, for it. We we're going to start plugging for it today. We're back doing GI Joe, yeah. guys. We're back to we're Give back to knowing is have the podcast. We're back to doing GI Joe. We're I'm back, back to from New York. Gina here back with in us. The habit Sister Act Two. Thank you. Give us at least a five star review. If you can find a way to go higher in the algorithm, do it. Can you take me higher? I don't think you actually can. Unfortunately, not physically possible. Yeah. You can also go to patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast and give us five bucks a month. Get you in the super cool kids club. And uh, it really just supports the show. You Are make us feel good. Kids club now. Kids club. Yeah. Jesus I feel like we're going to get sued. Oh, yeah, boy. Chan, I'm going to need you to get in that wheelchair. <laughs> we're going to start calling you wheels, wheels for branding now. purposes. Already on it. <laughs> Uh, you go there and you get access to almost 50 episodes, uh, uh, new ones every month, as voted by people in the Patreon uh, who want to be a part of the thing. So you can just go there, see if it's something you want to do. If you like the show, you like us. I mean, it helps us. It makes us feel good. It makes us feel like people care. It makes us feel like you care. And that's all we want, guys. Just for you to care. Just a little bit. Sounds like we're asking them to help us not kill ourselves. That is kind of where I'm going with this, yes. <laughs> uh, look, I... I at a certain Patreon level, I can buy a finest suit. <laughs> and then, well, you know the rest. Yeah. If you're new to the show, catch those back episodes we put them on. <laughs> yeah. you'll, you'll get caught up fast enough. Um, okay, you can also send us on my Twitter, at G.I. Joe Podcast. Uh, that's a thing. That's our Twitter. It's nice. It's a lot more engagement there uh, uh, than and probably should be possible. But there it is. <laughs> uh, individually, you can hit me up. I'm at Almighty Ray. At 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And guys, that's episode two, or should I say day two? Ah? No. Of Operation Dragonfire. And we'll be back next week with day three, time permitting. <laughs> so, bye, I guess. That's a good ending, right? No. Jerking off to the Food Network, I'd get it. 
Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found.